Packers and a whole lot more. Antonio Brown will not be touched. 62 yards. Brady to Brown. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Thursday as we get set for a big night in the sporting world, in the sports betting world, Game 5 Giants-Dodgers. We'll dive into the matchup and our thoughts on that game coming up. And we'll look forward to the ALCS, of course, we got to talk about Thursday Night Football right here. We got Eddie Gross Slater, Michael Felderwood on a little college football. But guys, let's talk through the game. Bucks at Eagles tonight. As we start off week six, the Bucks currently a six and a half point favorite. That number moved. It was seven all week. That number has moved to six and a half. The road team is the favorite. Uh, the total 52 and a half. Tampa coming off a gigantic blowout win over the Dolphins. Eagles coming off maybe the ugliest victory anyone's had all year uh, in Carolina on Sunday. It is. The, as I mentioned earlier, the injury report favors the Eagles. I think there's a, a pretty good amount of banged up and out. I mean, you lose Levante David and Antoine Winfield from that defense in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. It's pretty significant. Uh, and I think the interesting part about the matchup is the way the Eagles play kind of rolls into the way the Bucks are where they're weak, right? The Eagles don't run the ball. The Eagles don't even try to run, run the football unless Jalen Hurts is running around the corner. Like, they don't run. And no one can run on the Bucks. The best way to try to move the ball on the Bucks is to try to throw it. The Eagles, all they do is throw the football. So I, I think this feels like it sets up for a high-scoring game because as we've seen so far this year, when the Eagles play bad quarterbacks or mediocre quarterbacks, Darnold, Matt Ryan, Garoppolo, Eagles have allowed about 14 points a game in those three games. When they play Patrick Mahomes or Dak Prescott, they get torched. So I don't see the Eagles really stopping Tom Brady and that Bucks offense, but I also think the Eagles' offense should move the ball Similar to that Chiefs game, Joe, that I could see it playing out similarly where they're 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 moving. It's about can they convert touchdowns? I, I saw some people making the case for the under, and I don't understand it. I, I especially on one side when you have this Tampa Bay secondary, and we expect Philadelphia to try to keep up with this Bucks offense, right? And I, I know statistically you can look at some uh, the, the Eagles defense and say. Well, you know, they're, they're a pretty strong unit overall. That may be the case, well, when you're not playing the Bucks offense. I mean, what do we keep saying? If your offense is humming, if Tom Brady is on his game, if this, this thumb is a nothing, I don't think any defense could really do anything. I don't care if it's the Bills. I don't care if it's the Panthers. And we'll get plenty of opportunities to see that later on this season. So I think you're right. I like that look of over 52 and a half. I know it opened around 53, was bet down a, a bit, but I only see this one climbing. If you're waiting to get under 52, I just I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. I mean, the Bucks have the highest pass rate in the NFL, and Tampa Bay's fourth. They're right there. I'm sure you've uh, talked a lot about Sirianni, how he refuses to run the football. What amazes me, and I'm going to kind of use this to ask you some questions since you know as much about anybody about this Eagles team. What amazes me is statistically, like Philadelphia seems like a bit of a darling to some people that are, you know, just look at the numbers and you're not taking a step back and what what your eyes are telling you. Um, Because they're number four in net yards per play. Number four in the NFL, but they still have a losing record overall. The efficiency with the run game, is that part of the frustration? Is it just is it because there's no balance offensively or 
that you see some success in the run game and he refuses to go to it. Number four, rush offense DVOA. Number one in the NFL, explosive run rate. So what are uh, people in Philadelphia, what are some of the people that cover the team more frustrated with there? Well, I mean, you know, Philadelphia, I, I, I'm sure Chicago somewhere. It's an old school town, like no run doubt. the football and play defense, right? And they don't run the football here now Lunch in pale, Philadelphia yeah. anymore. Sure. Yes, of course. So they hate it. People in Philadelphia hate it. Um, I, I think part of the frustration that I, I agree with and I understand is and Mike Lombardi uses this term when he's on the show with us, complimentary football, right? Like you, you, you have to keep up with Mahomes. You have to keep up with Dak. I get it. The, tonight they have to keep up with Tom Brady. But there is something to, well, if you keep that guy off the field a little bit, just a little bit more, maybe you, you shoot, the game changes a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. It can help get your defense off the field. They don't think like that. They're just trying to score, score, score. They have made explosive plays through both the pass game and the run game. Obviously, the pass game is not as efficient because you know they've had some issues there. But I think the Eagles think they're doing it right. Uh, we'll see if their plan works out in time and if they have a good season or not or decent season. We'll see. But I do think they could cover this number tonight, Aaron. I, I think the Eagles have a chance to keep this game close on a short week with the Bucks injuries. I know, I know you're looking yeah. at that money line because that's where you have the Bucks. Well, yeah, but I also am thinking about Eagles. I do like um, them on the spread. I think this could be close. I don't think they'll win the game. Um, but when I look at the matchup, Tom Brady, he loves Thursday nights. He's nine and one on Thursday nights. And we take a look at, you know, Tom Brady versus a rookie quarterback preparing on a short week. Obviously, Brady's got the advantage. Um, Bruce Arians has the advantage over Sirianni in that one as well. I guess it doesn't matter if the Eagles don't uh, run because you know, the Bucs are so good at stopping the run. It's really going to be exposing that uh, secondary, the Bucks' vulnerable secondary. So it'll be an interesting game for sure. I think more interesting than I expected. I mean, when I just think of the Eagles, I'm like, yeah. But I do like this matchup. I think it's pretty intriguing. I'm looking forward to the game tonight. I uh, like Eagles team total over 22 and a half. I do too. Do you guys think a lot of people, because it's a primetime game, and we learned this a couple weeks ago when the Bengals were in a spot, when they were a big favorite against the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think people, if uh, if they can get Survivor out of the way, get comfortable, don't have to worry about it for Sunday, you have a sweat on Thursday night, if it's one of the larger point spreads, it seems to me that people are inclined to go with the Thursday game. I am not even considering, even though I have multiple spots in a bunch of survivor pools, Tampa Bay is not under consideration for me. Do you guys think uh, some of the public will consider them maybe 15 to 20% range? I do. And I think part of it is what's the last time that the average fan saw Jalen Hurts in primetime? He didn't play well, right? Monday Night Football against the Cowboys mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. So that that kind of is burned in your memory. Like, that guy's not good enough, right? He can't beat Tom Brady. So I think that that could play in. One quick thing to throw in, and then we have a question here but from Twitch we can uh, we can address. We're, I think we're both or all of us are on the over in this game. If there's one thing to worry about with the over, and you might get frustrated during the game, these are two of the three most penalized teams in the NFL. I mean, the Eagles are just ridiculous. It's every week, right? They've had five touchdowns taken off the board this year through penalties. But the Bucs, I think, are third in the NFL in penalties. So you could see a lot of flags. Offense Both teams penalties? have been just overall penalties. Right. Okay. You're right. You're right. Right. If it's defensive penalties, that could aid the offense, right, on the other side. But they're, they're penalized teams. So that could play into it. So we do have a question here before we get to our props and uh, some thoughts and other thoughts in the game. Uh, Bongwater B, list, uh, watching on Twitch. <laughs> Also known hey, as Baron H. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, My guy. 
Tampa defense has given up 270 plus yards and two touchdowns every game. Do you think the trend continues? Uh, I, I, I would think he means through the air, right? That, of course, they've given up 270 I, and two touchdowns my, a game. My guess is the question is, do you play Brady over two and a half t- passing touchdowns tonight, right? No, I think he's talking about Tampa. He's a Tampa defense has given up 270 and two scores every game. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so Hertz props. Do we want to look at Hertz props? Hertz props. It's gone way up throughout the week. His passing yards has gone up <laughs> 10 yards. I know it opened 276 and a half. Last I checked, it was 285 and a half because they give up so much through the air. Makes sense to me, right? You're missing Sean Murphy bunting, no Carlson Davis for cornerbacks, safety, Antoine Winfield Jr. Mentioned that earlier. It's it's a mess back there. And mm-hmm. even if you think um, the Eagles can cover the spread, you probably think they're going to be trailing throughout much of the game. A game script sure. uh, dependent on that prop. I have no reason to believe that it's going to stop. And Levante David missing doesn't help things either. So I agree with you on the t- on the yards. I would be careful with the touchdowns. Last week, it seemed like the bell finally went off for Sirianni. Like, hey, maybe Jalen Hurts' best way to score touchdowns is using his legs. Like, like yeah. you know, he doesn't have the greatest arm. I think we know that, right? He has a, an average NFL arm. He doesn't have a great arm strength. And they don't have a big body in the red zone. And there's no Dallas Goddard this week because of COVID. Last week, he ran for two touchdowns. First time in this season rushing for two touchdowns. I actually like, as we get into some props, I like Hertz plus 145 I saw it last night for a rushing touchdown. Like, I think they woke up last week like, let's use his legs in the red zone. Like, he, that's just a better way to score a touchdown when we're within the five-yard line. I, it took them five weeks to realize it. I don't understand why. 45 and a half rushing yards. Thoughts? Close. Um, he's averaged about that, right? I think he's got Not 240. Yeah, I probably it's a weird number um, because, they, like you said, they could be down throwing, and I think they try to hammer into him that we got to stay in the pocket more. But I mean, he's the weird part about that is he could break one for twenty five yards and then you're over, right? You have the, you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get to some props on the game here. So I've got a couple I like. Um, Quez Watkins, who sort of takes snaps from Rager as Eagles number two wide receiver, his longest reception is nineteen and a half on Fanduel. He's averaged 20.5 yards a catch this year. He had a 53-yarder last week. He had, a, he had the 91-yard. Remember the game against the Niners where the Eagles had a 91-yard pass and didn't score on the drive? That was Quez Watkins. I, I like that. I like that prop. Over 20, over 19.5 yards for Quez Watkins' longest reception. He, he does it every week, basically. Okay. Quez Watkins. What about this Philadelphia run defense? It looks like Fournette's the guy. We saw that at the mm-hmm. end of last year. Uh, curious how that was going to start off. Would they go back to a split like they did the majority of the regular season last season? No, it seems like it's carried over. Fournette's the dude. And uh, rushes, I saw 12 and a half. Rushing yards, 62 and a half. Uh, what, what, do we th- what do we think here? Because uh, they're clearly going to Fournette. He had a nice game against Miami, over five and a half yards per rush last week. Yeah, and the Eagles coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, he, I think he kind of comes from the – Brandon Staley thought process of, um, we're going to let you run, right? Have at it. We're going to let you run. Yeah, have at it. Uh, last week, Chuba Hubbard had Chuba Hubbard had over 100 yards. Before that, the Chiefs ran for 200 yards. I think he lets them run. I, I like that one. I, and we know Fournette could break a big one, you know, 25, 30 yards at any any time. So mm-hmm. that's a good look. I'll, I'll throw another one at you. This one, this one is actually going to shock you. It's the other quarterback. Tom Brady's rushing prop. It's oh, no. one and a half one and yards. A half. It always is. Yeah. Have you looked at Tom, Have you looked at Brady's rushing numbers this year? 
No, I Tom remember. Brady is ru- Go ahead. Go ahead. So Tom Brady's running this season more than he, he really ever has. So this season right now, he's as 36 yards rushing on nine attempts through five games. Tom Brady's never averaged more than two. Uh, in 2005, he averaged 3.3 yards per rush. It's usually like 0.7. You know, he doesn't move, right? Like, And, and he loses yards and the games on, on kneel downs. He just doesn't run ever. That's not Tom Brady. He's averaged about seven or eight yards a game here. And you look at his game logs, it's like 13, 7, 6, 5. Tom Brady's been good for about a rush per game. I like this one. You Tom love Brady getting these quarterback over. rushing yards when it's I love under it. 10. <laughs> well, Paul and I hit it on Monday, right? I think it was you Carson did. Wentz under nine and a half. We got that. What? I like the Tom Brady one over one and a half. Okay. What about the Hertz rush attempts? The Eagles have run the ball 54 times and Hertz has been the ball carrier on 18 of them. Any thoughts what? since you're the expert on the Eagles? What's his number? What's his rush attempt? Eight number? and a half. I'm sorry. It, it's eight and a half. Do you like the over or is that because I, I don't know. It's a tough it's a, one. Yeah, I think it's a tough one. Uh, Let's pass. I, I, w- I don't want to be the blame for our parlay not hitting. Yeah. I, I, I think the they should I do love. it more. I think it. I think it should go over, but I don't know if it will. Go ahead, Joe. Here's one I love: uh, receiving yards for Miles Sanders. It is set at 24 and a half. Tampa Bay gives a, up a lot through the air to running backs. Come on, yeah. Joe. What? What? That was mine. But go ahead. We we got a three hour show, Paul. You can give it in uh, a little over two hours from now. But my, <laughs> Miles, no one will know. <laughs> uh, Gaskin. 10 for 74 on 10 targets against Tampa last week. Uh, that Falcons game, Bolden and CPAT did a lot through the air. I think Sanders is a play. Uh, if you want to go total yards, I wouldn't hate that. But uh, do you expect much on the ground, Joe G? That uh, the rushing yards prop is higher than the receiving yards for for Sanders. Yeah, the rushing yards is 34 and a half for the RB1. <laughs> so, I think you're on to I think you're on to the right side of it. I the only thing I would say is Kenny Gainwell, the 5th round pick out of Memphis, is stealing yes. his snaps. And okay. in the passing and he's stealing his snaps. So, the Eagles running backs are going to have a big night through the air. I think you hit it. It's just a matter of which running backs on the field. I have wouldn't you, be shocked if Gainwell steals it from him. Have you seen have you seen how high he's ranked in PFF among all running backs? Sanders or Gainwell? Gainwell. Oh, the Eagles love him. When they drafted him, um, remember the, the Colts drafted Naheem Hines last year? They had Naheem yeah. Hines. That's where Sirianni, like, instantly they compared him to Naheem Hines. So they want him on the field more and more. He has the the fifth highest running back grade. All running backs in the NFL. Fifth highest, according to PFF. Has he been that good? It's been good. Really, but he's I didn't exactly. on the field for like thirty-five percent of the snaps compared to Sanders. Like it's creeping up, right. but it's still like 65, 35 Sanders. And then the last note, just on the receiving yards, Levante David, one of the best coverage linebackers in football, he's out. So that yep. is another reason why this could be a look. Yeah, we, all right, there's a lot of good ones. Are we spending enough time to, maybe to address later? Uh, Sirianni, first time dealing with a Thursday situation. Yeah. Well, he, the coaches were over. They had a slumber party the other night. He, he's, he's thinking about ordering pizza. So right. take that for what you will. Becky Well Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. We'll go off the board next right here on the Becky Network. 
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.